1: If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter A People's History is now streaming on Hulu.
2: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble
5: Yo,
3: yo, 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 yo,
6: yo, 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 yo. Charlamagne Tha God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is.
7: Hump
6: Day! Good morning. We back, baby. Another Wednesday on The Breakfast Club. What's happening? How y'all feel out there?
0: Yes, it's Wednesday. It's Hump Day. Middle of the week and our guest host is running a little late.
6: Uh, You know, listen, our guest host this morning is La La Anthony again, La Lazy. Mm -hmm. I don't even like to say that they are running late because, you know, I like they really work here. That is true. So you know they're not getting a check. She got four hours. Yeah, she can yeah. get here when she get here. That's right. You know what I mean. Yeah, that's right. She'll get here. You know, maybe do a little makeup. You know what I mean. Drink a little Starbucks. Or something. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll she'll get right in the groove. That's right. Well, we got Stephen A. Smith joining us this morning. Stephen A. Smith will be here this morning. He has an amazing new book out. It's called Straight Shooter. You know, mm-hmm. I love uh, I love reading. I love books, and Stephen A's book is really, really good for a number of reasons. But the the, the most important reason. It's because he don't be talking about his personal life. Not at all. You've never really heard Stephen A. delve into his personal life. In his book, uh, Scrape Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes, really, really digs into his personal life. I thought he was married for the longest. Nah. He got two baby mamas, though that you found out in the book found that out in the book okay You got two baby mamas and you know he, he talks about he talks about a relationship that I think that uh, men don't talk about enough which is the relationships with our fathers mm-hmm. you know what I mean uh, especially when uh, some of them weren't the best and he definitely didn't have the best relationship with his pops he talks about that a lot in the book but we'll talk to Stephen A. Smith uh, this
0: morning, Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. He'll be here to discuss that. Absolutely. My dad called me yesterday. He was like, I just want to tell you something. I said, what's up, pops? He goes, I love you. So my pops was listening. So if you're listening this morning, dad, good morning. Yeah, I realized the context of, uh, I get what you the discussion we was
6: having yesterday, but man, love you is just a matter of context. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying yesterday. If you know, an individual loves you. Your dad could have called you and said, I just want you to know, love you, son. Right. And it felt the same way as I love you. You yeah. don't think so? Yeah, would've. It's just about context, man. Yeah. You know, if you're on top of somebody breathing and sweating and, you know, y'all making love and you say, I love you, it's a different context. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. you can't even look me in the eyes right now. Say, I love you, King. You love me? No, say it to me. No, you say it first. I love you, King. All right, thank you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you back. You see what I'm saying? I said, I love, I you, love back. you back. Oh, that's cool. No, I said, I love, I love you back. back is cool. I, you know I say I love you more Alright That's
0: too much love going you on too. Now. Okay it's too much
6: why, why is love too much? It's too much That's the problem with y'all You say I love you That's why go. you got a
0: hump In your back now I don't have a hump You got a hump in your back Right now Because you can't accept love Accept love Straighten up and accept my love My back is straight There you go Why are you, why are you poking Your nipples out? <laughs> what? Look, look, look at his nipples. See, Red's looking. Why am I, what are you talking about? This is, right. Uh, First of all, it is
6: cold in here. So if you see, see nipples, see? it has nothing to do with see, you. See, I can't, I'm just cold in here. I'm not doing this with you today. Okay,
0: it's cold in here. And, all right. You know, I, got, I got nipples up top and shrinking okay. below. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Where's Lala when you need it, man? I, I, this is too much masculine energy here. It's too much. Uh, there's nothing about me that's masculine. <laughs> yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. All right, we got I am front divine page personified. All right. Okay. Now we got to tell you about this winter storm that's about to hit the, uh, I can't even say the east coast, the east coast, the south and a, a bunch of areas. So we'll talk about it when we come back. as The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to LeBron. I think this is pretty dope. I think he's like 200 points away from beating the uh, all-time scoring record. Last night, LeBron James, uh, his team, the Lakers, were playing the Clippers, and he becomes the first player in NBA history to score 40 points against all 30 NBA teams.
6: I mean, he's the greatest old player of all time, right? (laughs) I think it's safe to say that. I've never seen nobody at, what, 38 years old? Yep. Play at the level of... Braun is is playing that. He's absolutely the greatest old player of
0: all time. They're saying in the next six or seven games, he'll beat that record of uh, all-time scoring. Now, uh, be careful out there. All right. Now, they're saying 17 million people are under winter storm warnings. Now, this is from Texas to New York. So, they're saying a winter storm warning uh, will be hitting today between 1 and 3. They say some places it might just get an inch or two inches of snow. Some people are going to get 10 inches of snow. And that will affect Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, uh, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, and, of course, New York and New Jersey. So, be careful out there. We can't handle no 10 inches, bro, bro. You can't? Hell no. You ever
6: try? I don't. <laughs> listen, I don't want 10 inches of snow. Not right now in January. And why do they always wait until, you know, the season's about to change to do stuff like this? I, I don't know. Hey, what? they should have did this around Christmas. Who's they? What you mean they should have did mother it? Mother Nature. Oh. I'm trying to be politically correct. I don't
0: <laughs> want to misgender her. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to call her a mother and she's not. Well, <laughs> you stupid. Now, no let's, let's talk about classified <laughs> documents, all right? Now, they've been finding documents all over the place, and Pence actually spoke out about them finding documents at all these
8: other places. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Do you see any reason for anyone to take classified documents with them
9: leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area.
0: And scene. All right, and they found documents at Vice President uh, ex-Vice President Mike Pence's house. They discovered a dozen documents marked as classified at his Indiana home last week. Now, what is what are these documents? Because it seems like everybody got a
6: document. I don't know. Classified documents must be the new must-have item uh, for politicians. And what I will never understand is why do politicians weaponize actions that they too are doing? Yes. Like Joe Biden called Trump irresponsible knowing he had classified docs yes. all over the place. Mike Pence lied and said he didn't have classified documents and said Biden was irresponsible knowing he had classified docs. We got that clip too? Well, Let's he hear that.
9: Classified documents uh, found as having been in the possession of the president who was a former vice president and being treated differently, it, it, it just suggests to me once again that last summer was an overreach. Uh, but the kind of double standard that we see uh, being practiced uh, by the Biden administration in, in the wake of this incident in the Justice Department, I think is exactly what undermines public confidence uh, in our justice system.
10: How about
6: all of y'all dirty? All of y'all dirty, so stop the mudslinging. It's literally like cheating on your wife, but chastising other men uh, for cheating on their wife, knowing you got a couple side chicks your damn self. Okay? Mm -hmm. And also, if the issue with Trump is obstruction and Trump knowing and willingly took documents, then that means, you know, Biden is just irresponsible, incompetent, and playing out stupid. Because he didn't even know he took documents. He, didn't even, know, he didn't even know what was on He didn't even know what was on he was like, So what, everybody documents? should come clean and just put your cards on the table and shut the F up forever and properly, you know, do what y'all can for this country. And stop worrying about, you know, uh, uh, weaponizing actions
0: that all of y'all are doing against each other. All right. Boy, 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 boy. Well, that is your front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800 800- Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Because being the greatest old player counts, too. Because at the end of the day,
6: you've never seen anything like this. I mean, it just adds on to his legacy. The fact that he's 38 years old and still balling the way he's balling right now. He's the greatest old player of all time. You ain't never seen nobody at 38 execute at this level.
7: He never
6: seen nobody else doing what he was doing it at 25, 20 that, 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 That's that's <laughs> not that's that's not true. That's not true.
7: That's not all true. Around, so last probably like Bird. Man, last man yo,
6: Bird? you, 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 you got to stop, bro. You got to stop. You, we we've seen Kobe Bryant. Hey, we, we, hey we, we've seen Kobe Bryant. We've seen Allen Iverson. We've seen Shaquille O'Neal. Oh. We've seen Kevin Garnett. Oh. We, what are you talking about?
7: All around.
6: What do you mean all around? They can be a small four. They can be a center. Listen, LeBron is is a top five, greatest of all time, NBA player, probably top three. But you cannot discount what he's doing right now at 38 years old. Like, yes, that matters. He's the greatest old player we've ever seen. We've never seen this before.
7: Hello, who's this? Hey, DJ Envy, good morning. Good morning. Coach Davis, man. Show me how y'all doing. What's What's up, my brother? I'm good, man. Hey, listen, you know, Envy. I want to say congratulations to you and you, Charlamagne, you know, for, you know, dealing with your health, man, and getting these colonoscopies. Yes, you know, sir. As as Wendy used to say, I'm a man of a certain age, and, um, you know, I'm definitely, this is my second colonoscopy that I'm scheduled for in February, you know, but I also... You know, want you to talk about these prostate exams too, man? Because black men are dying at a high clip from prostate uh, cancer as well. You yeah, know? I, I just got my pro- I
6: got my prostate looked at. I got I got the uh, the ultrasound thing done. Yeah, me too. I did that like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah,
7: that, that's huge, man. You know because you know they, they have the negative connotation of of you know black men especially not going to the doctor and and, and getting that check because of sexual connotations to it and that's a bunch of nonsense man you know you know you you got to worry about your health and life let me tell you something rather than you you know your sexuality i got i
6: I got four daughters king right i'm 44 years old i need to live to at least be 90 something years old close to 100 so i'll let a man look at my butt all day long if if it allows me to do that facts you know
7: hey I got, I got one thing to say man I, I want to ask y'all a question I don't know if y'all know about the young man From Ohio since they read Nah who that But nah. I, Well um, in October He got into an altercation With a white man and the white man Ended up killing him the young man was 13 years old
0: Nah I didn't see that, I didn't look see it, that. We'll, yeah, look,
7: we'll look it yeah, up though the dude, the, the, the dude that killed him Got arrested 48 hours he's out they Damn. dropped all the charges, and and um, the young man is dead. Like, they're not recharging this dude. They, he claims self-defense. Google it, bro. Br- send they read. S-I-N-Z-A-E-R-E-E-D. I'm going to look into
0: it. Thank you, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
7: The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call Mm. up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate the to Toe
0: Sucker, how we doing,
7: man? Oh, God. So, listen, two quick things now. Listen, wait, listen, wait, wait, I'm sitting wait, here trying see, to wait, enjoy wait, my wait, breakfast. You don't got to stop hey, on
0: this. Hey, I love hey, you hey, talk, all right? Hey, 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 and, uh, MV, be careful, hey, protect yourself, brother. Hey, hey, but, hey but, can you say good morning to Lala? Say good morning to people before you just start talking, bro. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Lala, how you feel?
11: Hey, I just wanted to address the toe sucker
7: part. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I'm a toe sucker for high, if you so desire, girl. I saw you last night and Think Like a Man. I was looking for the pretty toes, but I didn't see him. What What's up?
11: What you mean? I had shoes on. My feet are nice. What are you talking <laughs> about?
7: <laughs> the, the next movie, I want to see some toes, baby. All right? Oh, Lord.
2: That Go ahead, man. Like, Finish like, what well, you got
7: well. to say. All uh, right, yeah. So, listen. Now, all this I love you talk. Envy, uh, be careful. Don't bend over in front of Charlamagne. You got them all <laughs> turned on and worked up with that. I love can, you talk. Can you, um,
6: can, you, can you make me a promise? Ange- when Angela Lee's new show starts, Can you just call her And not call her ever <laughs> again
7: uh, Please And listen too I think uh, DJ Khaled Comes out Super Bowl Halftime show And says DJ Khaled Rihanna bring me another salad Now that's funny right
6: DJ Khaled Bring me another salad <laughs> You know damn well Khaled don't eat no salad Say <laughs> peace
0: Hello who's this hey, what's up man It's uh, What's up bro Get off your chest I just want you guys To for uh, my daughter
7: uh,
6: that was born no on, on the 14th. She's a preemie, for 24
0: weeks. Oh man, oh, she's a preemie, 23 week, 24 weeks
6: early. All right, definitely. Pre- definitely sending our prayers healing and putting prayers up.
7: Yeah. Sure.
0: Well, good luck, brother.
7: Um, and then um, I got something for you, on um, DJ.
0: What you What you got? Uh, All right. <laughs> and he just blew you without asking. I know, right? Oh my god. I have a good one man. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Terrence, down here in Newport News. How y'all doing? 757, what up Terrence, get it off your chest. What, what up? I'm sitting in a country where the previous president
2: and the former president, both under federal investigation. Well well, Biden, Man, we well,
7: might as well,
6: well, Biden's not under federal investigation yet. And I doubt they will because, you know, the whole double standard, you know, Maryland Mer- Garland might not do the same thing to President Biden, but we'll see. Uh, but
2: the way it's looking, I thought they are trying to legalize criminalization. Well, you see inmates in prison,
7: Running a campaign. I'll be home in 90 days. Vote for me.
8: <laughs> <figured> you <my> <laughs> have a good day. Though. Yes, sir. Go All right. Ahead.
0: Alright, get it off your chest 800-585-1051 If you need to vent, you can hit us up And La Lizzy has joined us, she I'm came in here. hot this morning She I came speak- in hot
11: <laughs> Came in hot, Came in hot. that's the things on my mind
0: Alright, now we got rumors on the way, La, you ready?
11: Yes, we're ready, we're ready What are we teasing?
0: We're just teasing So
11: we're teasing that Justin Bieber sold his music catalog We want to talk about that Saw so our interview where Nia Long got emotional Talking about, you know, some of the things she's 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 been through we want to touch on that it's some, it's some good stuff. It's some surprises. A lot going on.
0: And Lala says she want to talk about marriage. That this she morning. sure did, sure did. She came in hot. So we'll, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning,
2: the Breakfast Club.
0: In the pressure cooker of the NBA
2: playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real, real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood these are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
12: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
13: podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
9: This is Uncanny USA. He says,
14: somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
9: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. at and Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the
6: alarm. Right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV oh, Charlamagne, the
10: God. We are the Breakfast
0: Club. Our guest host, LaLa's here. Make oh. sure I tune in to 8 o'clock albums. Oh, have mercy, This, top- is this topic we're going to talk about, goodness gracious, All Lala on fire. All I heard was
6: niggas are settled down, but they'll still cheat. Whoa, 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 Lalezi.
7: Save it.
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the rumors. Play the drive. Let's go.
7: Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, has it. Call out a
0: name or you gossiping or you chatty. Uh, I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report.
4: I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills,
11: right? Yes. Right.
0: On the Breakfast Club. Where are we starting?
11: All right, let's talk about Oscar nominations for this year. So Everything Everywhere leads with 11 nominations. Shout out to Angela Bassett. She is, she. this is her first acting Oscar nomination, which is incredible really? for Black Panther. Everyone's super happy about that. And Brian Tyree Henry is Best Actor in a Supporting Role nominated for Causeway. And pretty much all the nominations are from Black Panther. Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett. Best Original Song, Rihanna. And, and the crew, which is amazing, for Lift Me Up. Best Visual Effects, Black Panther. Best Costume Design, Black Panther's nominated. Best Makeup and Hairstyling, Black Panther is nominated. But No Woman the, King? The well, snubs, let's... Go ahead. Well,
6: no, it's Angela is the first uh, person from Marvel, Marvel to be nominated mm-hmm. for an Oscar. She's been nominated before. She got nominated yeah. for... Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It?
11: Yeah, so Angela Bassett snags the Marvel's first acting yep. nom- Oscar nomination, which is awesome. But the snubs, the Woman King... Till and nope they were shut out from the Oscar nominations and Holly Berry still remains the only black woman to win the Oscar for actress in a leading role for her performance in Monsters Ball
6: there is no way in hell that uh, Daniel Deadwiler who played uh, Mammy Till and Viola Davis shouldn't have been nominated for best actress no way like y'all don't got eyes ears like
0: she she killed Woman King.
6: Yeah, you Viola killed Woman King. Yes. Have you seen Till Daniel mm, Deadwilder so, yeah. Body Till, yeah. man?
0: What? But the prep she had to do for Woman King and all. Of, oh man, she killed it. If you haven't seen Woman King, definitely check it out. But I don't it's... care about the Oscars no way though, and that is why even
6: me,
11: when, t- t- say more, say more. I'm
6: say when you know when they had the whole Oscars, you know, so white so campaign. White, nothing right. has really changed since then, no. you know. And I don't think that you know people like Viola Davis and uh, you know uh, Daniel Deadwilder need Oscars to validate them, but I do understand why. Actors and actresses want those awards. Of course. It makes the stock go up.
11: Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. And it's just like, why are we continuously overlooked? It's just, it's 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 a problem.
15: Mm-hmm.
6: And the but, only other thing I would say is the movies they be nominating. I don't be watching no way. So I don't be knowing if those people should be nominated. So, so that, that <laughs> so, is true too. No, is true too. I,
11: it's so true. I'm okay. looking like, and I watch movies yeah. and stuff. I'm like, never heard of that. Never yeah. heard of that. Don't know who that is. Never heard of that. Exactly.
0: Top, Top Gun. I did see Top Gun. I don't know how many they nominated for, but Top Gun was pretty good. I feel like Top Gun was two years ago. At least a year. I right? Top I Gun ain't this year. This, Are you sure? I, I don't
6: know.
11: I didn't see them on, on the list, but I could be wrong. I was looking for it. Everyone black. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to the next thing. Justin Bieber sells his entire back catalog in a historic deal for $200 million. So this is a historic deal. His manager, Scooter Braun, said this is historic. Bieber has sold over 150 million records globally, and he sold it to this group called Hypnosis Hypnosis Song Management for $200 million, more than 290 songs. I wonder why. I was gonna
0: ask that. Like, why why get rid of your masters? Why not? I mean, isn't that something you keep for your kids and? it continues it brings you money every year it's not I mean, like it's,
6: it's I mean does an it it's an asset yeah I was having conversations with somebody the other day because I saw the same thing I forgot who was it somebody sold a Masters Future. over the
0: holidays What the Future? Future so yeah. I think for 50 million you no know, Dre
6: Dr. Dre when Dr. Dre sold his and they was like you know why not it's like yo you get unprecedented unprecedented money you know it's generational wealth for your kids like they're not making no 200 million dollars off no one time off their catalog they might not even make that over a course of a lifetime you don't well, think so? it's
0: Absolutely. definitely
11: saying here that it's just becoming more increasingly popular to sell your catalog. Shakira just struck a deal. Mm -hmm. She sold 100% of her publishing rights. Justin Timberlake. And they said that there are several reasons artists look to sell rights to years of work. Some are looking to sell their catalogs before President Biden's proposed plan to increase taxes on capital gains is potentially instituted. If artists were to wait until after this tax plan goes into effect, they would be paying a higher tax on the sale mm. of their catalog. That was the only thing sense, he
6: told yeah. me. He said they got to pay taxes on it. And that's they that's said artists
11: thing. are looking to get a lump sum of cash up front instead of royalty checks that's over right. a period of time.
0: Yo, yo, you never get no $200 million in no lifetime off no music. But you lose your masters, you know, when people sample your music and all that. I don't know.
11: I don't care. You you give me the money up front.
6: And it's, yeah. all, it's
0: not like Bruce Springsteen's doing it, Pink Floyd is doing it, Jimmy Iovine's doing it. Get the lump sum of money, man. There had to be a reason why Michael Jackson was buying everybody's masters instead of selling his that is true too yeah
11: that's true you know what yeah, i mean
0: it's true too that's true
11: um want to talk about nia long who recently did an interview we have we have a clip and became a little bit emotional talking about you know some of the recent stuff personally she's been through she's just an icon a classic a friend i love nia long but let's go to, go to the clip
4: i i still have my anonymity and i appreciate that about my career i appreciate that however i've i've managed to do that that it's it's the thing that allows me to stay connected to the people and to be human and not try to, to, to be this perfect being. And, you know, I've had some pretty devastating moments in my life over the last couple of months. And I've had to just say, it's all right, you'll pick yourself back up. And, oh, my God, I'm about to cry. Um, you pick yourself back up and you keep it moving. Mm. Class,
11: act in every way
4: possible and I just
11: think there's like this I don't there's like this thing I don't know like when people in a public eye go through stuff it's like this kind of idea of like, well, people don't feel bad for them Or what did you expect Or mm-hmm. what did you think Especially mm-hmm. even with dealing with athletes It's kind of like Well, what did you think was going to happen And guess what? Nobody goes into a marriage thinking nah. That that's going to happen oh, He's an
0: athlete So this is going to happen Yeah, it's oh, she's just like Oh, so what did you this? expect no. Or what did you this What did rapper? you that no, I not mean, at all.
11: no, you don't go into a marriage thinking that If you thought that And believe that Your connection with that person Wasn't something different Then you want to get married
6: to them Well, well hold, hold on A lot Just now, you know When you was ranting And raving behind the scenes You said, uh what people gonna cheat right i'm not saying you should accept it but i'm saying you
11: No, but i'm saying i did not go into a marriage with the idea of i'm doing this but i know i'm getting cheated on oh i know i'm going to get cheated on i went into a marriage saying i found a connection or someone that Mm -hmm. we're going to do it different absolutely and regardless if you're athlete whatever you are entertainer any kind any kind of business you're in you can't just say like well you married an athlete, or you married a rapper, or whatever. So you what, what you should expect yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Right. and then and then some people go further and say you should expect it, and you should be okay with it. Yeah. Right now, there's another piece to it.
6: Yeah, like not talk just about accept
11: this. it, but be okay with it. Yeah, cause yeah, cause that, that is next a, next that
6: hour. is a stereotype, yeah. right? Because it's not like you know. Not like pastors don't be cheating. Uh, people that you don't expect to cheat, they right. sometimes they jump out the window too. Right. But that's why you got to get you a black man because black men don't cheat. We're going to talk you about it at 8 o'clock hour.
11: All yeah, right. Yeah, because I, I I have more to say. We're going to talk
0: about it. We're going to talk about it next hour. All right. Now, don't forget when we come back, Stephen A. Smith will be joining us in a little bit. And we got front page news. So we need to push Stephen back. Lala
6: on one right now. I need to know what's going on. I need to say something, something happened that she like, you just don't come in here with this
0: energy. Now, <laughs> well, we got front page news next, imagine being killed by your dog. And not your homie, like your roof roof dog. We'll explain when we come back. Oh no! It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Good morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host Lala here. Good morning. Yes, indeed. And let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk U.S. airlines, meaning the airlines in the uh, in America. All right, now because <laughs> I said U.S. <laughs> airlines to the Canada, ma- yeah, it's gonna sound <laughs> like I said U.S. airlines, but we're gonna talk about the top nine airlines. All right. Number one. Who's number one? JetBlue. No way. Delta. Delta's number one. Delta, okay. yeah. Delta. Number two is Alaska. What? Number three is Southwest Airlines. That's a damn lie. Number four, Southwest Airlines, Southwest Airlines United. is a bus in the
6: sky.
11: Southwest
0: uh, Airlines? Yes. Uh, so I'll tell you number nine. Number nine is JetBlue.
11: How JetBlue Jet so loud. I, I actually have great experiences on JetBlue.
0: Before JetBlue, number eight, Frontier. I am a Mosaic member Same, on JetBlue. And
11: I'm very proud of that.
0: Number seven, before JetBlue, before Frontier, Spirit. That is a goddamn Wait, lie. And that's How? And that's from the Wall Street Journal. Well, Wall Street Journal, wow. full of it. Okay, wow.
6: Southwest Airlines mm-hmm. is a bus in the sky Okay, you go in, there and you play musical chess. <laughs> They're ranked number three, sir. There ain't no damn way in hell.
11: How is that possible?
6: I had, do they have first class? Do they give you soda they and water? Mm. Last time I checked, when you get on Southwest Airlines, you pick your own you seat. Pick your yeah, own you pick seat. your own seat. And they be having the music playing yeah, when the music stops. Everybody got to sit down. It's literally <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what I
0: had. So that's the Airlines. Now, this is a sad story. So uh, a Hunter. I guess he's, uh, I'm not sure what town he is. Oh, Kansas, okay. So he's 30 years old. He was driving in his truck with his dog. And the dog accidentally, I guess, bumped the rifle or stepped on the rifle and the gun went off and killed him.
6: Well, they need to press charges on the dog. Well, they can't press charges No, if Alec Baldwin is being charged with manslaughter, then this dog needs to be charged with manslaughter, too. We cannot live in a country where dogs get better treatment than humans, okay? When dogs get killed in this country, humans get held accountable for killing those dogs. So the same rule should apply. I recommend the death penalty. That for dog the, needs to get put down. For the dog? Euthanized. He didn't grab the trigger. The I don't care. The trigger. Nope. He bumped into it accidentally nope. or stepped okay. on the trigger. It was ah. an accident when Alec Baldwin did it, too. Damn it. Jesus. All right, he's being charged. It's horrible. Yeah, Charge the dog.
0: Now, in some other sad news, a grandmother held in a chokehold by grocery workers after refusing to give them the fifty dollars she found. Now, she was in a grocery store. <laughs> what? Stop, funny man! People are man out of come control. on, man! Stop, man! <laughs>
11: she found the money, and they put she her found in the chokehold fifty dollars on the ground,
0: the and everybody, you know, when you find money, that's my money. That's what my if money. If, what if it was that person's fifty dollars? She refused to hand over the money. <laughs> man, so she was confronted stupid, by man. the store employees and physically restrained. Come on, man! Oh, no.
6: Come on, man. Where the grandkids at when you need them, man? Come on, man. You can't be doing grandma like that.
0: Now, the three employees that held her down, she was 65, uh, have been fired. Why
6: it took three? Was that my DNA? Why it took three employees (laughs) to hold grandma down? down. My God. I need to see pictures, man. It got to be a video or something. I need to see what's happening, man.
0: Now, the store owner has issued an apology to Smith, in addition, offering to pay bail for her daughter because her daughter came up there after and wilded out.
6: You think? That's grandma. That's grandma. We shooting up the whole
0: grocery store for grandma. (laughs) And we have audio of one of the family members. Uh, This beautiful elderly black sister who is suffering and fighting cancer. The fight over that $50
4: escalated. At one point Smith was put in a chokehold. One employee snatched the money from her hand. DA Travis Cohen sending Fox 26 this statement, saying they're carefully reviewing the video and witness statements from the incident and that the investigation is
7: ongoing. If you had extensive video footage of some black people in this county choking a white woman the way they choked her and beat her, would you call it an ongoing investigation?
6: When you turn around and step on one of us, we all coming.
4: And that lackluster letter that you had, Mr. D.A. We not hearing this because we going based on the Texas penal code.
6: Come on, man. You ain't say they was black and white now. <laughs> <laughs> you just read the story. I just read the story. So you ain't put the racial element into it. You he ain't say it was a bunch out. of white people doing that to an older black woman now. Bro. Could you imagine them?
0: No, I can't. No, so, I somebody can't. grab your grandma and put her in a chokehold? No, I can't. I can't. You got to
6: go beat them up. Wait, I ain't hear nothing about no violence. No violence happened after that other than them choking grandma?
0: Oh, I just tell you the door. I'm
6: supposed to be hearing consequences and repercussions happening, and I want to hear uh, you know charges being pressed as well. But I still want to hear about you know some things happening in that store to those people that did that to Grandma.
11: We're not Mm-mm. promoting any violence. Man,
6: <laughs> you choke out somebody, Grandma, 65 years old, suffering from cancer, from cancer from cancer, what? but they need three on, man.
7: people
0: to hold down Grandma. That, well, that and Grandma was going. To, they said Grandma was going to the store to get ice cream and a honey bun for her son.
6: Come on, man, mm. listen. I am promoting line? violence in that situation. You God choke out right. somebody's grandma, grandmother, sixty-five years old, and three people hold them down, and you expect me to come up here and keep my cool? Mm-mm. Nah,
0: no,
11: Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no. Some things I are agree. just not okay.
0: Mm-mm. I agree. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, Stephen A. Smith will be joining us. He has a new book out called Straight Shooter: A Memoir of Second Chances and First Takes. That's right. We'll talk to him next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning,
7: the Breakfast Club.
12: I knew that it was if I was going to write a book, there was only one way I could go about doing it. It ain't no some damn sports book. It's got to be about me, mm-hmm. who I am, how I think, why I came to be, how I am, the way that I think, et cetera, et cetera. I thought I owed that to the audience. And the only reason I hesitated, uh, once I got left go- let go by ESPN in 2009, in 2011, people were coming to me to write a book. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wanted it to be about you know my life etc etc and my mother at the time who had just gotten diagnosed with cancer uh one that she lost in 2017 god rest her soul she said she made me swear you will never write this book while i'm alive
6: I understand why After we reading it Because yes. I'm sure It had to do uh, With your relationship With your father Yes Which I felt That's like exactly yeah, why Yeah you addressed the topic Most men don't discuss enough And that is our relationship With our fathers How difficult was it To explore that topic It was hard And the reason why It was hard
12: It wasn't the writing process It was the editing process Which y'all all know You know you write it But they look at it The editing process And so when they're editing It's calling upon you to revisit and revisit over and over and over again. And I didn't wait until the book was finished to like show it to my sisters. I got four older sisters and I didn't wait until the book was finished. When I wrote those specific chapters, Mm -hmm. I sent it to them and they didn't talk to me for two weeks. Really? Um, And I thought they were originally upset. They weren't upset. They were just saying we had buried these memories a long time ago and And they said you brought it back up We don't we ain't knocking you for it. we understand but it just hurt a lot to revisit some of those experiences because we had buried them for the longest time and the details that you had they couldn't believe that i remembered because i reminded them and they were like yeah you know this happened this happened that happened and i said my dad is no hero yeah
6: my dad he, he wasn't I feel like the things you said about him in the book are the things you wanted to say about him at his funeral. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I
12: told him to his face. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything in the book that I didn't tell him to his face. Okay. Um, so let me be clear about that. In 2018, he passed away 14 months after my mother passed away. And when he passed away, I called my sister Carmen the morning of his funeral.
2: Mm-hmm.
12: And I said, I'm doing a eulogy. And Carmen's like, God, no, Steve, please. <laughs> Please, Steve, don't do this. Don't do this. She said, what are you going to say? I said, you'll find out when you get to the funeral. And she's like, Steve, don't do this. What will mommy want? What will mommy want? You know what mommy would say? I said, I got it. And I was going to go in. Mm-hmm. And I was going to literally say everything that you see in the book. Mm-hmm. And you spoke to Pastor A.R. Bernard. And I to. I called Pastor A.R. Bernard. Something told me to call him. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been going to CCC. I've known Pastor Bernard for 30 years. And so I said, let me call him. And I called him and told him what I was feeling. And he was like, you're right to feel that way. I'm very familiar with your story. He said, you're not wrong. He said, but the Bible talks about God's grace and God's mercy. And he said, and you might want to think about that before you decide to speak your truth. Mm. And when I eulogized my father, I went up on this, I went up on the stage after everybody gave all the plaudables, all the, you know, all, all the nice things, the pleasantries they had to say about him. And I walked up, and the first words out of my mouth was. That's y'all memories of him. Mm -hmm. Memories of my family, we have an entirely different story. And I saw my cousin Derek keel over like, oh no, please. And I saw my brother-in-law was like, oh Lord, he's about to go in. And I saw neighbors that were in the audience that I hadn't seen in years that just showed up for my dad's funeral. And they were like literally lip syncing to me. Please Mm -hmm. don't do this. And I said, my father was not a good man. I said, but then I brought up my mother. I said, my mother knows nothing about sports. I'm Stephen A, I work for ESPN. The world knows, the sports world knows who I am. My mother says EPSN, whatever it is. I don't know But she didn't even know the letters. Mm -hmm. I said, but she knew what a home run was. She knew what a a no hitter was. She knew what a a stolen base was. And she knew it because of him. Because she loved my father so much that she knew baseball because of him. I said, Mm -hmm. so there evidently was something very special about him to have a woman. Like my mother. And then I talked about a lot of the happy moments mm. that he gave us. And then I ended it by saying, at the end of the day, he's still my dad and I love him. Cool.
6: And what I don't made, think
12: I would have gotten to that point if it wasn't for A.R. Bernard. Wow.
6: What made you change uh, your perspective of how to talk about him for the book? Was it because you could add more context? You could add the full more con- context? Because more, more, I could okay. add the full context.
12: And, and not only that, I owe it if I'm going to write it. Mm-hmm. You know well then you know they they I didn't know it was going to be like 78 to 80,000 words but I literally wrote 90,000 words. I wrote the book myself. And no ghostwriter, it was me. I wrote this book. I did the audio. It mm-hmm. wasn't another voice, it was me. And I just said if I'm going to do this, then I owe it to everybody. I mean and and you know because of the business that I'm in, I imagine talking to you, you or you. Mm-hmm. I can see the questions, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm experienced enough to know what's coming. I know what I would ask. I know what I would think about. And I wanted to make sure that I left no doubt as to where I stood and, you know, what I was trying to say. And that's what I did. And
11: I I have a question. So even even though, obviously, you know how you felt when you were writing the book, because it was your thoughts and feelings, was there a sense of, like, that therapeutic element? Like, you know, when people actually... Put the words on paper and and write it down and read it and look at it. A lot of authors say, like, it's a form of therapy. It's like I finally got it out my head and on
12: the paper. Possibly so. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that I didn't feel that way, but there was a bigger emotion coming from it. I you know, when my mother passed away to see her in the grave before him and to see her deprived, she was 76 years old my mother was at a point where let her go on a couple of cruises a year mm-hmm. and she's in heaven what was unforgivable to me was not paying any bills yeah. allowing her to work the hours you were supposed to be working right. to have the obligations you were supposed to have so when you that's had the pressure that con- you were supposed con- to take off you said you land. had
0: a conversation with him when you had the conversation before he died what was his reason? well was this case?
12: was y- years early I would tell you about Five years earlier, we were in my dining room. We were in my mother's dining room. He's in there and his older brother, my uncle Freddie, was sitting next to him. And my father was like, you don't know what the hell you are talking about. You don't realize what I've done for you. I said, you haven't done anything for me. You know, he started arguing with me. And my uncle Freddie looked at him and he said, Basso, that was his middle name, Basso. And he said, shut the fuck up. Mm. He said, this is Steven. He's a journalist for a living. You know he knows what you have done, what you have and have not done. Chapter and verse. You have no shot. Just be quiet. And my father just sat back and just took it. And I just I just left it alone for me. All
0: right, we got more with Stephen A. Smith when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Good morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host Lala, joining us now. We have Stephen A. Smith in the building. Charlemagne, did Skip ever get in trouble for anything he said on First Take? Because you talk about the times. You first take or, or his oh, first show take. You, oh, First
6: take You talk about the time That you got in trouble On yes. first take And I'm like Well Skip had crazy opinions too And the opinions you had Weren't necessarily like I, I ne- susp- Suspension I, 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 or something. I never
12: recall Skip Getting in trouble Wow um, Ever um, In terms of a suspension Or anything like that um, When I got suspended I was furious I did not believe I deserved it I was pissed off mm-hmm. To the highest degree Because I just thought that You know It was made into something That it wasn't And so for me Whatever my opinions are, Mm -hmm. I don't mind anybody coming at me about that. This is what we feel about what you said. It's when they try to branch it out and turn it into something that it was not. Mm -hmm. That's what pisses me off because what happens is when you have Disney, Disney, and, and I'm not knocking Disney for this at all. Listen, man, we got stockholders. We got shareholders. You got people to appease. and So you got to pay attention to everybody. You ain't after black, white, Hispanic appeal. You have to mass appeal. You want it all. And so as a result of that, you have to pay attention to everything and everybody. And so when that noise is made, my boss at the time felt compelled to respond to the noise. And when he got suspended 48 hours earlier, he told me I wasn't going to be suspended. Exactly. We're fine.
2: Yeah, I read that.
12: And then you know, he turned around and said at me. And so for me, it was, it, it, I've learned a lot. I'm a lot better. And what I try to do, and all of y'all can attest to this at one time or another, we've all had private conversations. i whisper something in y'all ear about something to watch out for. I'm very, very mm-hmm. big about these are the minefields. Yeah, Watch out. Because what I'm saying is as a product of corporate America, somebody that's been in corporate America for over 30 years, I kind of know where the minefields are. Mm-hmm. And so as a result of that, I might see cats on the come up, that I think is going to be in my position or an even higher position. And I'm saying, come here, let me make sure I tip you off to mm-hmm. this. Watch this, watch out for this, watch out for this, watch out for that. Cause I want y'all to succeed. I don't want y'all to fail. Who the hell wants to be successful alone?
6: Now, who do I was shocked that Skip sat with you though, when he got suspended. Oh, oh yeah, it shocked me too. But he, he,
12: he did listen, he, he walked off the set and mm-hmm. I ain't coming back until my man comes back on. Mm-hmm. because he knew it was wrong too. But I was really shocked that he took that position. I certainly didn't ask him to, and I'm appreciative of that. Doesn't mean I, I mean, shoot, we still disagree 99 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But I did appreciate the fact that he took that position on my behalf.
0: Who are the worst fans? Are they cowboy fans? They I care about uh, that. Skip, Skip fans hey, hey. or the Navy fans?
12: <sighs> cowboy fans. Nobody's worse. <laughs> Nobody's worse. But I will tell you, I would tell. Uh, the Navy uh, got at you a little bit. They, Listen, they
11: came for your head. First of
12: all, let me be very, very clear. You don't give a damn. About I don't name. give a damn. <laughs> I want to be very, very clear about that. It doesn't faze me. It really, really doesn't. I, I'm just, I, Lala, After I, I, you've, known, you've known me for years. I'm just built that way. Rihanna, if she had a problem, that would have bothered me. Not her fans. I, I challenge anybody to, to tell me one negative thing I said about that wonderful performer and young lady.
4: Are you excited for this halftime show?
12: I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's, yes. not, where I'm, that's not where I'm going with this. Okay,
4: where you going, with?
12: Ladies, and gen- ladies and gentlemen? She's a lot of things. She's spectacular, actually. Yes. And congratulations on new
6: mamahood.
4: Yes. I sent. There's but. one thing she's not. Uh huh.
12: She ain't
6: Beyonce. Well, you I'm didn't never give that. no nuance to it. No. You just said Rihanna's okay. no Beyonce. Well, well, well like, let me, you to say Rihanna doesn't perform as well as Beyonce. Well, let me give you yeah. an
12: insight. Let me give you. Let me hook okay. you up on the inside. Sherry Shepard's team Mm -hmm. I'm promoting my book last Tuesday Mm -hmm. Sherry Shepard's team comes up to me and they said since you're here we want a debate like format we want to have fun with it I said okay bring it no problem (laughs) I didn't know what they were going to (laughs) ask but I said sure no problem so I'm expecting a debate right Rihanna's great but I'm thinking you got a lot to live up to Mm -hmm. because there's only one Beyonce now you agree, fine. You disagree, fine. How we get to the point why he got to pit two black women again. Really? Well, now, I, I, I can't, I can't, I just can't be a fan
6: now, of both, but I prefer Beyonce over Rihanna. That's a crime. Now in your I didn't book, know that. In your book, you talk about learning lessons. Yes. And you have gotten in trouble for that before yes. when you pitted Aisha Curry against uh, Savannah James. That's right.
12: That's right. Uh, listen, first of all, this. Yeah. Yeah. Fair question. <laughs>
6: Lala, I say, yeah.
12: Fair question. Lala, <laughs> and I'm going to talk, talk. You I'm, said that take cost you the sports in the game, which I'm, I didn't know. I'm, I'm going to talk t- to Lala. I'm going to talk to Lala. Did, I didn't
11: know. I didn't know that. that
12: yeah. didn't yes, ask. yes. Let me explain what happened. <clears throat> so Steph Curry mm-hmm. is in game six of the NBA finals. LeBron and Kyrie are coming. Mm-hmm. They won game five after Draymond got suspended. Mm-hmm. Bogut and Iguodala got hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They win game five. Game six, they coming at Golden State. They down 12 with about four minutes left. And Steph Curry fouls out. Steph Curry pulls out his mouthpiece, tries to throw at the official, but misses it, hits a fan by accident, blah, blah, blah. Aisha Curry goes ballistic. What y'all may not have known mm-hmm. was that, and, and I love Aisha Curry. I mean, no problem. No throwing no shade on her whatsoever. I'm just telling you what happened. Prior to the game, she had tweeted that she was upset because they were backed up in traffic. Now, Jay-Z and Beyonce were coming to the game, but nobody knew. <laughs> so the Cleveland Arena, the Arena, whatever it was, right? the Quickest Loans Arena, they held up the traffic. So she was mad about that and was talking about how the wives and the family of the players for Golden State were being inconvenienced. She complained something else about the officiating blah, blah, blah.
6: Wow, Naisha versus Beyoncé. No, wow, <laughs> you wow. see, see, you, how you see the So crazy, <laughs> man. stop,
12: man. So, so so what happened is that she did that and then she went off after Steph Curry, you know, mm-hmm. fouled out all of that other stuff. What I said was: you are representing your man at that particular moment in time. Anything that you do, it's not you. It's the wife of him. And so because of that, you have to guard yourself and be careful. But now that they've lost two straight and LeBron and the Cavs have been giving it to them, suddenly stuff is rigged. She's an adorable young lady with an incredibly promising future. I wish her nothing but love, respect, and happiness. But you can't do that. You just can't do that. And I'm quite sure somebody got to her, which is why she ultimately deleted the tweet. My other point that I would like to make, which will be deemed somewhat controversial, but I, pre- I don't particularly give a damn, I will present in question form, rhetorical or otherwise. If that was Savannah, Savannah, LeBron's wife, what would we be saying? And I got news for you. As beautiful as everybody wants to say Aisha Curry is and she is, Savannah is something special. Skip. Yeah comes back at me and says oh please you know what are you talking about blah 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 blah." and i'm jumping in like wait a minute you will get on lebron about anything how all of a sudden this escapes you Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's how the whole savannah aisha thing came up because what i was saying was if this were lebron you would have found an excuse to jump on him and we all know that savannah is phenomenal Mm -hmm. so what are you talking about that's all i was saying if Lala is in a public position, if you or you are in a public situation in the moment and there's a tension that some that your spouse or your significant other could potentially bring to you that could detriment that that could make it detrimental to what you're trying to accomplish, they can't get in the way of that. That's all I was trying to say. Well, you've been I, in that position. I've,
11: I've been in that position. The thing is that also right. nobody in this room has been married to an NBA player before. Mm-hmm. Day in and day out, you're hearing about things right. that are going on. You're getting vented to about everything. You you have emotions You act off emotions sometimes So every night You're hearing about this Whatever's being said And it's just building up And you get protective And then mm-hmm. something Just sets you off And you want to say right. something Because you realize Your spouse has Continuously taken The high road I said earlier I remember a time We talked about it Before you came mm-hmm. When I think I tweeted something At Skip because I was like yo enough with the mellow slander every single Mm -hmm. day and he's not saying anything and I'm just like this is enough because now it's affecting the household it's affecting Mm -hmm. the mood it's Mm affecting so it becomes a bigger thing that it's like somebody got to say something now is it a right time and place for those things of course but when you care about somebody Mm -hmm. when you're protective and when you're competitive we're all competitors and you act off emotion you say things that might not be the right time the right place but at that time you're not thinking like
12: that that's absolutely true and my point is is that I didn't blame Aisha Curry for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying in that moment, you can't do that. I've never said a word about her prior to that, mm-hmm. right? And so I said that. And when I said that, her response was, you're putting two black women against each other. And I was like, what? How we get to that? Well, so he, then- that
6: was, You did whether you realized it or not.
12: Okay, fine. Yeah. I didn't look at it that yeah, way, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. that's fine. If you're saying that I did, okay, well then now I'll correct it. I find out weeks later, the sports center the six o'clock sports center that was supposed to be given to me and it was taken away from me because of that wow Mm
6: so what's gonna be taken away from you because of rihanna
12: (laughs) (laughs) nothing nothing and and you know something (laughs) and 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 if it ever does fine because at the end of the day there's a level of authenticity that has to come with what we do
0: Mm -hmm. i agree i'm gonna be me damn it that's how i feel We got more with Stephen A. Smith when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs,
2: there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
12: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
13: podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
9: This is Uncanny USA.
1: He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. <laughs>
9: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
8: No purchase necessary. VTW Void. Were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
14: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
7: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
14: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
7: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Lala, joining us. Now we have Stephen A. Smith in the building. Lala.
11: So do you just feel like in your position, you really just cannot care what anyone thinks about you? Because no. I feel like people always want to say, like, I don't care what anybody thinks about But there is a point that everyone does care. And everyone has a place where they truly do want to be liked by people. But I'm not
12: saying I don't care about what people think in general lala i'm saying there are certain things we can't care about because we know it's not as unfair and as inhumane as people are trying to make it out to be if i sat up there and i disrespected rihanna and i said i don't care that's a problem because she doesn't deserve that. She's home, she's a new mom, she's a beautiful artist, she's doing her things. Most people would dream to have the life that she's had. She's earned it. I got nothing but mad love and respect for her. If I said something disrespectful like that and I didn't care, that's a problem. That's a lack of humanity. I would never do that. What I'm saying is, it's not a crime to say, I'm a huge Beyonce fan, there is only one. Mm -hmm. And you about to go on the same stage, she has blessed not once but twice. And there is a standard to live There's up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong. You come on first take. I'm sorry, y'all. There's a bar that's been set. I've said it. You come on Breakfast Club. There's a bar that's been set. Y'all said it. You do what the things, all the different things that you're doing with power and now BMF. I've seen you. I'm watching what you're doing. You know, you continue to ascend. Well, damn it. Everybody can't measure up to you. Now, that doesn't mean they're whack. That doesn't mean they're not gifted. It means they're not you.
6: You got a line in the book that kind of sums that up. You say on first take, we capitalize on the kind of polarization people supposedly uh, abhor. What's the word? Abhor? I believe so. I'm trying know. to remember. As I mean, I read R- it. I've read it 11 yeah. times, but I'm yeah. just but That's what it. that feels like, though. In terms of what? Like what you're discussing. Like it's the kind of polarization, you know, people act like they don't like. But, but what we I'm, do it all the time. But what I'm saying is this.
12: You, you wake up and you pay attention. We all do it. You mm-hmm. have a show. You know what's trending. You know what's newsworthy, you know what's percolating and as a, and not only that, you know who percolates. Mm-hmm. And so because mm-hmm. of that, it, it determines what subject matter you're going to tackle because you're not doing the show for you. You're doing the show for the audience you're trying to reach. And I have an audience that has an expectation as it pertains to content. And so when we're talking about sports and it's me, There's a level of expectation that they have as it pertains to the issues I'm willing to tackle. I'm mindful and cognizant of that, and I operate accordingly. And when somebody questions that, I would remind them I've been number one for 11 years. Every (laughs) month, every year for 11 years. So evidently, I kind of have an idea
6: of what people want to see and hear. All right. You know, I know you got to go. I got one more question because it it ties into all of this. In the No Safety Net chapter, you know, you talk about... uh, Basically personalities Who attack other personalities For things they say Because you talk about I think it was the The Ray Rice scandal. And yes. everybody got upset With what you said about that And I feel the same way I'm like man If you got a microphone In front of you You're going to say something At some point That you're going to get Backlash for yes. So I don't understand When I see other personalities Like calling for other yes. personalities To be fired yeah, what, And canceled. What, yep. Yeah.
12: What, what it is is And remember this All three of y'all here Remember what I'm about to say When You're winning They always coming for you because unfortunately, particularly in this day and age, their definition of winning the closest they can get to it is knocking you off your perch instead of creating one for their own. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. And it's just like when he used to call me donkey of the day and all of this other stuff and people expected me to have a problem with him. When I first met you, what did I say? I had no problem with mm-hmm. it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Because he didn't attack me. He attacked what I felt about a particular issue. I know the difference. They wanted to create that divide. You're not creating that because I'm going to root for y'all and I want y'all to root for me and I'm going to root for a whole bunch of brothers and sisters to make it. But in the same breath, you have to be real and authentic about what's going on in the moment that is going on. And do what you can to enlighten folks if you feel you have an enlightening point of view. That's what you do. And you let the tips fall where they may. People who don't win are real good about doing what you describe. Mm. Let them keep doing it because it reminds you that you're a winner. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about you.
11: I learned a lot from you and I feel like it's vice versa. I yes. do want to say this because I it was is. really sitting here thinking about what we were talking about earlier. And I want to say this, you know, it is important it, everyone can have an opinion yes. and who, who you like better who is, is, is your opinion yes. but I will say this as a black woman let's acknowledge and celebrate the fact that we have two amazing talented black women who were able to do the halftime show at the Super Bowl absolutely. outside right, of sports Mm-hmm. Fans and players, the majority of people I know, that's the reason they watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not for who's playing. They're watching for that halftime mm-hmm. show. So let's acknowledge and uplift and applaud the fact that on such a
15: mm-hmm.
11: huge forum you had Beyonce and now you have Rihanna. Right. As a black woman, I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. That's something that makes me proud. That doesn't take away from your opinion on who you like more, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But at that moment, for me, it's about uplifting the fact that we need to celebrate that.
12: Mm-hmm. Well let me say well, let me end it by saying this. I completely agree with that 1000%. -hmm. And what you're saying and what you would prefer is entirely different than someone throwing out an accusation Mm -hmm. that my sentiment was making it a divide between two black women. That's a difference. You're just simply saying they're both great. Mm -hmm. Let's celebrate them. No problem. No problem whatsoever. That's entirely different than.
11: And understanding that they're both the reason that. Right. majority of people are even watching that's right you guys are watching sure. for the sports aspect and, and sure majority of people are watching right. for that half but what show.
12: happens is is that when we question people's intent because they express something mm-hmm. differently what happens is is then you then lose those folks those folks that think like that because they're like oh here they go with this and i'm like no at the end of the day rihanna is phenomenal and she's got her own army or navy, as they say. Navy, yep. Beyonce's got her crew. They're both fantastic. They both sell out stadiums and arenas. They're both making gobs and gobs of money and mm-hmm. they've earned it, okay? Much love and respect to you. Ain't no doubt about
6: it. I'm rooting for, I ain't rooting against her. Mm-hmm. I'm just a Beyonce fan. I, I think with these microphones, uh, you know, it's something that we would we'll debate to the end of time yeah. intention versus impact. Yes. Because it's a lot of times my intention wasn't to offend, mm-hmm. but then right. somebody like lot got to be like, nah, you. Offended. you offended you know right. you right. impacted that person sure. in a negative way right in those moments you just gotta apologize and keep it moving yeah you know i understand which is, gotta is go, guys. which is, which is <laughs> what i did yeah, yeah yeah. but let me be very clear people didn't like your apology <laughs> either though
12: well the hell with all that first of all <laughs> leslie jones on comedy central hilarious she got you so and, yeah, she and she's
6: you. supposed to yeah, she It's what she does i wasn't
12: offended by it at all all mm-hmm. right because she's great Not okay the and if joke, she's a, you and know, no about bro it's there struggling but i'm 55 yeah. No, it ain't like I'm 35 walking around with you ever this the stuff. I'm 55. Got, you know what? No, Amy got it. I might visit here club for men. I might visit here club for men because you know I, you know I, don't think I'm Godzilla, but I ain't the most attractive dude in the world. But if my hairline move forward, I might have a, there might be hope for me. There might be
15: hope for me.
11: There
15: might
12: be hope for me. I
11: got some Manala rice water drops for you. Okay,
12: it works. It works. It better work, Lord It better work. Charlemagne gonna try. Let me test it right now because then they gonna get on me for getting out of another sister. Because if it don't work, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you right now just tell you I'm just <laughs> telling you I'm blaming you I'm blaming La La you all beauty I'm telling you right now Didn't, La 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 <laughs> Didn't you recommend this for me? That's exactly what I'm gonna do I'm telling you that right now
0: I'm telling you that right now I appreciate y'all well, though, man. Thank you so much oh, I just oh, want to say one last thing Yeah, man you know we have a new studio, okay. So now we have the option to go to you when we need some questions. So next time, next season, the Cowboys start losing, and I need to go to you for some backup or some you need help, like a Zoom call, fact, or something a Zoom, like that? right, right to that camera. We could put patch you right in. I got gotcha. y'all, and you could just. I'm telling you ish. right I gotcha. now. I got gotcha. are <laughs> going to the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> I can't tell you. I got to go. I <laughs> got <laughs> you I right can't right do it. I can't do it. It's it's it.
12: Man. Man. I can't do it. It's the breakfast
0: can't do it, man. club morning. <laughs> I can Y'all ridiculous, man.
2: Ridiculous.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Our guest host Lala's hanging Lala out with us Lazy. today. Hello. Good
6: make, morning, and make sure you go watch that full interview uh, with Stephen A. Smith. It'll be up on Breakfast Club YouTube page very
0: shortly. Lala wasn't letting up at all. Not at all. At all. Don't play with Lala. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Yes. Rumor has
6: it. Rumor. Rumor has
0: it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty. I patty. Don't gossiping. This is the rumor report.
4: I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club.
7: This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club.
11: Yeah, so T.I. was on Club Shay Shay, the podcast hosted by Shannon Sharp recently, talking about his parenting skills because he has received a lot of cris- criticism on his son, King Harris. And he said, We all got badass kids. So let's Whatever he's going
0: through, to. I love him through it. And I can't say he a great kid enough, but the, the, the media don't talk enough about the good the parts. thing that And, you know, when we're young, we kind of talk about things based on how we think they should be. Right. Rather than acknowledging them for how we know they are. Right. And I just try and, you know, walk, walk him through it. He get better every day, though. Right. I would like to shed light on the fact. We
2: all got bad-ass
0: kids. Okay? Listen, don't
2: make it seem like I'm the
6: only
0: one on here who got bad-ass kids. No, we all go through You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you ain't got no bad-ass kids, you got one and you got lucky. You hear me? Anybody with three or more, We're multiples, you got one that you don't know what the hell you going to do with. Right. You feel me? Yeah
6: he's right you can't take all the responsibility for your kids actions you can be the best parent in the mm -hmm. world give them all the resources all
0: the Mm -hmm, tools but mm -hmm. they still gonna go out there and live life and be their own people they all gonna make stupid decisions like we all did we all did made made decisions that we like damn I wish I didn't do that as a kid Mm -hmm. it's the truth
11: it's very true but the issue is that when there is a kid making bad decisions or whatever a lot of times people just automatically place all the blame on a parent or just assume that because the kid made bad decisions, that means the parents not involved or the parents not, you know, checking mm-hmm. in or participating. But this is just not always the case. Like
6: And that the Screech don't have an allure. The world. Right. Like the world, the world. is gonna yeah, influence friends. your kids
0: just as much as you Yeah, do. your kids' friends. Absolutely.
11: Yeah, for sure. So um Sheryl Lee, Ralph, Chris Stapleton and Babyface are performing at the two thousand twenty three Super Bowl, the pre show. So the NFL announced on Tuesday that Cheryl Lee Ralph will perform Lift Every Voice and sing in the pre-show. Is that on TV? I, Is that televised? I think so. And mm. R&B crooner Babyface will also perform with the rendition of America the Beautiful. So that's in in addition to obviously Rihanna performing mm-hmm. at the halftime show. Okay. And like I was saying, just even a... Smith. <laughs> Most people that I know are watching the Super Bowl for this stuff. Not they want to watch the halftime show. They want to watch mm-hmm. the pre-show, see who's performing, and 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 get it, get into it.
6: You said something during Stephen A. Smith interview that was real. He was like, "How oh, we should celebrate the fact that you know we've had Beyonce and Rihanna performing at these Super Bowl halftime shows. We forget Major Blige was there last year too, They married it's, Before there yeah. last year too. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, un-
11: it's unbelievable, and I feel like that's what we should be talking about mm-hmm. and being excited about and showing up for them and and yeah. loving on them and, and supporting them. I mean. There was a time where you would ne- you would never see something like at that at all. That's true. As a black woman, woman empowerment, it's just so powerful to turn on TV and see that, see those images. It's Word. so inspiring and mm-hmm. it's necessary. And I think that's what should be celebrated and talked about more than, Facts. oh, I like this one better than this one. Or I think that, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Mm-hmm. But even when there's opinions, it's a time and place for everything.
6: Mm-hmm. I do think Mary J. Blige needs her own set, though. We can have that discussion. Absolutely. <laughs> I think Mary J. Yes, Blige yes, can headline yes. her own Super Bowl halftime show. Yes, so I'd
11: like yes, to see yes. that. Absolutely. Agreed. 100%. All right.
0: All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? You know, four after the hour, I need a woman named Carmella
6: Maines to come to the front of the congregation. We're going to talk crack pipes and butt plugs. Uh, what do they have in
0: common? We'll discuss. What? All right, we'll get to that next. Whatever you want to do, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook's same-game parlays, you can pocket more cash when you can buy multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details.
2: Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man.
6: The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of four. Yes, you are a donkey.
1: A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo.
5: It's <laughs> a breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlamagne a guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all
6: like this. Uh, donkey today for Wednesday, January 25th goes to Carmella and Maines of Clearwater, Florida. Now, what does your Uncle Charla always tell you about the great state of Florida? Say it with me. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception. See, Carmella was taken into custody Wednesday in Clearwater, Florida after she failed to show up to court to face shoplifting charges. Now, why no no not why wow she was being processed uh at the county jail a body scan revealed an anomaly in her genital area i don't even know why i'm using big words like anomaly for no reason they found something odd in her genitals i know what you're thinking was it a penis all right can be a little confusing when someone tells you they are a woman you know but that's actually just what they identify as and then when you get down there whoa you're staring at a whole plate of franken beans but no it wasn't a penis okay it was a pipe Right? Not the kind of pipe that produces baby batter to procreate more life, but the kind of pipe that people put crack in and smoke it. You heard me correct. Crack, fried cocaine, rocks. This woman had a glass crack pipe in her vagina. Okay, Yes, when officials conducted a script search of the suspect, they found a glass crack pipe protruding. From the woman's poom poom, Carmella then removed the crack pipe from her vagina and intentionally threw it on the ground and stepped on it in an effort to destroy the evidence. Mind you she did all of this in front of the officers who had just discovered said evidence on her but that's not why she's getting donkier today. It could be but it's not. It's part of it. The main reason she's getting donkier today is because of her excuse as to why there was a whole crack pipe in her vagina. Carmella said that the crack pipe wasn't a crack pipe but it was a -a 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 sex toy she said this despite the fact that it was consistent with a pipe commonly used to smoke crack cocaine and it had burnt markings all over it okay if she was really thinking she could have said the burnt markings came from that new screen of gonorrhea that's going around okay it don't just burn humans but nope she said that the crack pipe she got caught with you know was a sex toy let me tell you something carmella you might could have got that lie off if you wouldn't have put it in your vagina I repeat, you might could have got that lie off if you didn't put the crack pipe in your poom form. If you're going to try to convince people a crack pipe is a sex toy, then guess where you got to put the crack pipe? In the crack of your ass. Girl, okay. <laughs> all right. Listen, all right. man. There's a lot of people who are into anal play nowadays. All right. Cosmopolitan. I, just, I saw this article on MB's computer. Cosmopolitan just came up. <laughs> no, it was, he had his computer open and I saw you it. Lie. Cosmopolitan came out with a list of the 15 best... Butt plugs for 2023. You got the Jimmy Jane uh, Ario glass plug. Would oh. you like to hear the review? Nope. <laughs> Are we
11: really talking about butt plugs? This I'll, is true. This is real. Okay.
6: The review was, I got the Ario, and let me tell you, wow. I was a little nervous that my inexperienced backdoor might have difficulty, but I was surprised when it did oh not. A bit of warming up and some lube and this thing had me reaching my oh, like most glass toys, you can use it cold or warmed up and I have to say, playing with this toy was amazing. I highly recommend this toy end quote. That was a review. Why did I use that one? Why did I highlight that toy? Because it's a glass anal plug. Just like a crack pipe is made of glass. It's time to rebrand crack pipes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they can actually be sex toys. They even have the perfect name. Pipes are already slang for penis. Asses have cracks, but this is a pipe for your ass. All right, Butt plugs come in all forms. Silicone, glass, metal anal plugs, but the crack pipe could be a glass anal plug. I can see the reviews now Cosmopolitan for the crack pipe Such a great product Especially for the price It's only $20 Reads one review Perfect for beginners And seasoned pros alike Big enough to be satisfying But small enough That it was comfortable To wear for a good period of time I recommend the crack pipe To anyone It's smoking BOOM That's how you make a crack pipe A sex toy, Carmella Not the way you did it Please give Carmella Mains The sweet sounds Of the Hamiltones
8: Oh now you are The donkey (laughs) Of the day,
15: ooh, ooh. you are the doggy. Of the day, Yee-haw.
11: Now tell
6: me, lisa you don't want to crack pipe after that review? <laughs> Come on now,
11: no interest in that <laughs> or butt plugs. But that's just my <laughs> personal preference. I, okay. yeah, whatever,
6: whatever floats your boat. What about you, Envy? Don't play game. No, I don't want to play a game. I, I want to play a game. I'm going to be honest, man. This woman is on crack, and she's from Florida. I don't know what she is. When I look at her mugshot... Let me... Let's play a game. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Let's play a game of <laughs> Guess, Guess What Race It Is! All right. right. La La first. Carm- Carmella Ann Maines of Clearwater, Florida. She got caught with a crack pipe in her vagina, and she told officers it was a sex toy. La <laughs> <laughs> Lazy. Guess What Race she is.
11: Caucasian <laughs> okay.
6: what, what makes you take that Lali this,
11: this is just what I think This is just how I feel okay. right. Stick it to it All right. Did I win the money?
6: <laughs> Envy yes. Carmella Ann Mains Of Clearwater Florida Got caught with a crack pipe In her vagina Told officers It was a sex toy Yes. what race she is See, This is a
0: tough one Okay See cause my black people They They like to hide stuff They like to maneuver They don't mess That's with the police not just a black thing Knock it off Yes it is that is not
6: just a black thing. Everybody got asses and vaginas. Well, not everybody. <laughs> what? Both, both, everybody got an ass. Everybody. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, I mean. yeah.
0: Hmm. I'm going to go with white. Okay. Shake it Shake it For what reason? I don't know. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. Like a feeling. <laughs> some white crackheadish stuff. Okay. Well, Lala,
6: Envy, both of you are right.
0: She's yes! See, yeah! yeah, I said it <laughs> Yes. Yes. You got it. You got
6: Jesus. it. She's definitely a crackhead. All but you right. can tell why I was a little confused, right? <laughs> right?
0: What? She looks like a crackhead. What do you mean? Well, goodness,
6: she don't look like a woman. I tell <laughs> you mean, a that's, woman. That's, that you a
0: know good. what? Let's keep it moving. All <laughs> right. She, you know what? Let's More spin water, that less crack.
6: <laughs> <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> Can't believe there's a vagina in this one. All, all right. right.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that doggy today. Up next. Come on. Wusa. Wusa. All right. She got a vagina. Come on. Come on. Wusa. Wusa. Okay. All right. Now. This morning, Lala came up here and she Woo! was hot. She was on <laughs> fire. Woo-hoo-hoo. I don't know why. She, yeah, she she came in at six o'clock this morning. Was on fire. She was like, "I have something I want to talk today on air." So she I'm yeah, gonna let came her here go. Say f marriage.
11: Yeah. Like, so Whoa. do we pose the question first? Nah, then, nah, then, no, no tell, Just tell me how right, you so feel. Get off your, your chest first. I was talking about. I feel like currently marriage is not a goal for people. Mm-hmm. I don't hear people who aren't married saying like I want to get married you just start hearing it less and less like before that was a goal like Mm -hmm. before social media and just the way people interact now I'm not in conversations with people who are talking about like I can't wait to meet someone and get married now people say yeah I want to meet somebody be in a relationship you know have this bond but I don't need the marriage piece to feel Mm -hmm. like it's successful Mm -hmm. and most not saying all be careful with my words most married people that I know are miserable and not happy and don't want to be married they would prefer to be single and what's happening is people look at the stats and they say oh well divorce rates are going down but the issue is less people are getting married People don't want to get married.
6: Lali, the first thing people are gonna think is Lala being a lot of weddings. <laughs>
2: that, that <laughs> so is, they gonna, true. They're gonna that start looking at
6: all the weddings you've been in over the last few years. They're gonna look at your friend circle that's mm-hmm. married and they're gonna be like, is Lala saying that they all miserable? No, I'm not
11: saying that. I'm I'm because you're just talking about my I'm saying in general. In general. general, okay. In okay, general well let's, in let's general. Let's, I don't talk to people in general who are just like, marriage, yeah, love my marriage. Yeah, it's just you not, not what you're you guys are a small minority. And what I'm saying is people who are not married, hear me out. I don't hear them talking as marriage, looking at marriage as a goal. Damn,
15: Lala, just start, not of choosing violence against married
11: people this morning. But the reason I want to talk about it because I want to get a better understanding yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. of why. And also people are starting to feel like marriage is really just... A business agreement between two people it's like i don't need that i'd rather meet somebody you know have love have loyalty but i don't need the marriage part all. Right. At all. now
6: let's people are going to also say lala feels that way
0: because lala just recently and, got divorced and that's okay yeah yeah, yeah. Well, let's that's talk okay. let's talk about it when we come back okay. we'll take some calls is marriage still a goal 800-585-1051 let's talk about it call us up right now let's
6: be respectful with our opinions people okay <laughs> but, respectful conversation all right
0: that's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club It's topic time. Call 800 585
12: 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club.
2: Let's talk about it.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have our guest host, Lala, here. Who came in this morning on fire.
6: Came in with an F marriage t-shirt on. (laughs) That's right. Sure did. Sure did. I did
11: not say that. I just, I'm a person that I like to get an understanding. I want to know why is it like that?
6: But why, for people just tuning in, why is it like what?
11: Why does it feel like marriage is not a goal for people in Mm -hmm. this day and age? With social media, people aren't even dating like that. People are saying, I pulled up statistics. People are saying dating's not even a priority Mm -hmm. anymore. They have other things they would rather do than date or meeting people you know, in in the traditional way, so people are saying because of that, they have no interest in getting married. So anymore. you wouldn't get married again. I wouldn't get married again, but I was married, so at least I could say I did it. And, you know, it didn't work out the way I had planned, but it's not something I would want to do again. But I did it. So I'm talking about people who are saying they have no interest in ever doing it or wanting to do it. It's not like a goal of people. And even people that are in relationships, a lot of them are not saying, like, the goal for our relationship is to get married. It's like the goal is to be together, have a dope relationship, you know, and and be companions forever. But people are not feeling like this. The measure of success in
0: relationships is
11: like getting married. But
0: do you feel like not getting married is the easy way out? Meaning, when you first get married, and let's say you and Mello, or me and Gill, or Charlemagne and his wife, when y'all have problems, y'all married. Y'all have to work through it. It's not like you can say, I'm out, and one. Y'all have to work through it. Y'all you're ma- you're married. So there's going to be good times and bad times. Through right. sickness and in but health. But if you're not married, and somebody gets on your nerves, you could just be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. I'm out. So it doesn't make the relationship as strong, because there's nothing... Binding to you because it's almost like I can be out when I want to be out right
11: But for a lot of people they'll say that the reason that they don't just want to be out is because it's a business agreement mm. There's paperwork between the mm. two of you. So if I get out now I got to deal with Splitting assets or mm-hmm. anything like that or, or dealing with lawyers and paperwork and people don't want to do that So it's like is it a union of love and like Charlemagne just said till death do us part or is it a piece of paper? That's binding to people. I always say marriage is really easy to get in and really hard to get out mm-hmm. It's, not, it's It's hard to get out And people don't really understand that When you're dealing with lawyers And what you have to pay And things like that It's really hard to get out
6: I wonder if this is more of a product Of us being disconnected Because of technology And social media Like folks don't have Real connections anymore And they aren't making Real connections anymore You know what I'm saying So I wonder if this is just A, 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 a byproduct of that Like people not being able To establish real connections anymore So there is no there is no goal to be married because there's no goal to even make a real connection but well, it was
0: always a goal because my parents are married right and they're still married to this day 50 60 years married or 50, whatever it is but for me it's like yeah every marriage we have our problems right you get into arguments you get into fights it takes communication it takes work but the happiest days of my life is being married my wife comes I, I, home today and i'm excited like I, I'm, I'm happy like, she's I, happy like we can't wait to see each other because i it's, get it it's it's, it's you know, but laying next to my wife. But it's also I met her at fifteen. That's what I was about and to right. say. It right. was nothing I, I had glasses and braces and, and acne and You was a
6: nerd then, you a nerd now? Gosh, and <laughs> she loved that nerd the whole way through. You my that's what right. you're yes. saying Yes Listen, And I, I'm not a nerd now I'm I get what bet. you're saying I love being married I've been blessed to be With the same person For almost 25 years So that's my best friend I was able to marry My best friend But that's sure. what I go back to We were able to establish A real connection In a time
11: where you Weren't dealing with Social media And that's the way right. people mm-hmm. People that's aren't even Talking to each other that's Anymore right. It's it's DMs it's, it's apps It's all these other things But that connection Of like Talking to someone and getting, that's not happening anymore. So what I'm saying is this conversation that you guys just shared with me about both of your marriages, I'm saying people are hearing that less and less and less. Right. And marriage, imagine young people dating are saying dating is no longer priority because they have better things to do.
3: But are
0: people getting married because they're actually best friends? Like they really are friends? Or is it she look good, he look good, let's yeah, get married, we got money? Yeah, I think people it's- are
11: taking the time to connect with someone enough to call them their Best friend. Right.
6: So, what a couple goals then? When everybody be online and they be like, Sierra and Russell are a couple goals, and who this person is a couple goals, what are those? What does that mean? They just want to be booed well, up?
11: Well, here's the thing. Like, obviously, Sierra is one of my best friends, and she has an incredible marriage, and Russell's an incredible guy and an incredible relationship. I will just say that to me, I'm happy that I'm able to see that mm-hmm. because that's not the norm of what. I see that's not the norm of what I, I what see so saying. I'm happy that I'm able to have that right. example to still have that hope that that kind of love and connection really does exist yeah. but that's not the norm Ooh, of what now, I that's see. That's
6: good because what she's saying is true because the norm of what we see is the guy cheating mm-hmm. and then the woman expected to always be there right. you know what I mean? Like not only we-
0: that, Think about it like this if you take care of your wife or your girl and you do too much they call you a simp you a sucker you doing too much you you this way but That's your queen. Aren't you supposed to take care of your best friend, your queen, your girl, your love, your life? Aren't you supposed to get flowers? Aren't you supposed to do those things? That's what my dad taught me. That's what my dad did to my mom. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I'm
11: just saying, again, it goes back in this day and age. That's not how it's looked at Last question
0: before we go to the Mm -hmm. phone lines. What do you tell your son about marriage?
11: It, it's a, it's an interesting and sometimes difficult Conversation because we're all products Of what we saw growing up Correct. So unfortunately my son saw A failed marriage he does still see Two people that genuinely love And care about each other and are amazing Parents to him and we work collectively as a Unit but he did see a broken Marriage gotcha. so I don't expect him to View marriage as this incredible thing because I saw my parents Not be married anymore that's his view On it so I have to tell him like that's not you. You can meet someone and love them and fall in love and want to get married and it's a beautiful thing. And that's like, but well, mom, Gotcha Look, I don't so like that stuck. failed
6: marriage talk though. I don't right. think that the marriage failed just because two people, you know, grew apart or whatever. Right. Like you know, I don't mean that mm-hmm. you failed. Mm-hmm. Like, you did that.
11: We did it, and yeah. we did it for a long time. That's too. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I
11: was when it when it was
0: good. It was good. That's right. Hello, who's this? Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. Good morning. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Lala. Hey. We saying is marriage still a goal, Vanessa?
4: Marriage is still very
0: much a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I'm
4: 36. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Okay. So are what you, you waiting on? Are you dating? You got a man? I, I was looking.
4: <laughs> um, I am dating with a purpose. Okay.
6: Ooh, explain yeah, so I like that. the thing
4: about me is, I'm a very confident. Um, I'm very tall, but I'm beautiful. So like, my standards are high. Everybody says sometimes I need to lower my standards. I refuse to get anybody short.
6: That's disrespectful. Oh. You disrespectful.
13: But you're know not disrespectful You're, dis- you're gonna miss my, your blessing. Now my,
0: my assistant is six three and I tell her the same thing. I'm like, you're not gonna find somebody taller. Like the, the it's, it's not as many First people First of all,
13: have you seen
6: your assistant's bangs? Mercedes is a very pretty girl, but somebody need to draw them bangs back like Yo, blinds. Shut up, leave up bangs
0: alone, right. <laughs> man. <Leave her> <laughs> man. Go ahead, Vanessa.
4: <laughs> but the thing about it is is like I have friends and like Friends who are married Friends who are single And we all talk Um And I've really listened To my married friends About like their marriage And stuff like that Sometimes it does turn me off When I hear things about Men cheating Women cheating And I'm just like What is the purpose But then I feel like Very very hopeful That you know I don't think every like Charlamagne say all men all men, black men don't cheat. I don't think all black men do cheat, but I do think at some point in time men have cheated at one point in, time in their lives.
6: Queen, God God is telling me to tell you this right now. I'm not I just got this Download over oh God. Your blessing is five foot five. <laughs> shut up, man. Your blessing is five oh, five, five. No, he's six. not. You're missing your blessing because you want to keep Vanessa. your head to the sky. You should be optimistic. Vanessa, yes, but he's you right. got to
0: look down a little bit, boo. He's right. Like, don't block your blessing. I also wear heels. I like,
4: don't when care. I, I know. Five.
0: Your blessing is five six. That's
4: how <laughs> I look baking a five, five, man. That's my child. You look happy. You'll exactly. look happy. That's you what you'll look, you look I like. Cannot I cannot be happy. And and yes, happy. Yes, you will. Vanessa, I don't block
0: your blessing. I tell my assistant at the same time. And let me ask you a question Do people do this to you all the time? They come up to you and Act like they playing basketball, post you up.
4: Yay. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> I did play basketball.
15: If I tell a man like I play basketball, he'd be like, Oh, I can I can fool you
0: on the court and I'd
6: yep.
4: be like, I don't wanna do that. You but do Do re- you know you, do you
6: know that do you know Jesus probably was five five? Because the average height of men dude, around yeah, that time uh, was five foot five. Dude, Scholars have up. said this. Y'all are missing y'all blessings, not dating short
0: men. I agree with you, okay?
11: I, 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 I agree with you. 800
0: 585 1051. Is marriage still a goal? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Can we get into a little Mary and Meth, please? Yeah, let's get into that. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
12: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
13: podcast is going on a road trip. I thought...
16: Ibrance 125-milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-NBC negative as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit iBrandt's.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chill, Or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite.
14: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
7: Call me. Write your opinions to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on!
0: 800 585 1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our special guest host, Lala, joining Good us morning. today. And she was talking about marriage. And we're asking, is marriage still a goal? And live for herself, she says, no. You don't no. want to get married No because again. I've
11: done it already I've done it already I've checked it off the list I've done it already It was good while it was good It ultimately You know Didn't work out And I don't need to Revisit that
6: Just like I told that Last call a lot, You might need to Just try again with shorter men exactly. You know what I mean no,
11: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My blessing comes in if a Size 5'5 five, five. That's
0: it Hello who's this Hey what's up This is D from Jersey What's up bro what's Talk up, to us Peace King What's going
11: on
7: Say what up to Lala Hello
0: It's Lala
11: Good morning
0: How you
7: doing well Mar- marriage, you know, I got married six months ago. I love it. I wouldn't have had changed nothing ever. Like it's just a beautiful thing. I, I wanted to get married. It's nice. You know, to hear. I courted my my wife for, for for years, and we finally tied the knot. And it's beautiful, man. But you gotta want to be married. Mm-hmm. You gotta want to put in the work. You know, this, this is a work. This is another job. You have to want to do it. That's real. You know, All right. to do it you know if you don't want to do it you know most people stay single
0: or on Instagram <laughs> you know I'm Thank with you. you hello who's this this is
4: Ebony from New I- Haven, Connecticut how are you guys doing?
0: hi Ebony talk to us Ebony
4: hi Lala hey um I personally feel like it has to do everything with music and who people are listening to now oh okay uh, interesting a lot of the music out now is portraying a lot of no love uh get a whole bunch of hoes mmm um, it's it's just a whole lot of talk about no love, even though people are actually looking for love. Like nobody wants to be alone. Everybody wants to have somebody, but everyone's going to get numerous of people instead of just one and settling.
6: But does but does not wanting to be alone mean you have to be married? You can get a dog. have a yeah, little, have right. a little yes. boyfriend. Yes. That's
4: true. That's true. You can. But the what I'm saying is the the view of music now is what is making people feel like. They don't want to go and actually find
0: love, fall in love, and then allow themselves to settle down. That's a great Um, point. But I also would say this, you know, growing up, how old are you, Ebony? I'm 30. So growing up, you heard music the same way. You know, you could go back to Jay-Z, whether it was Big Pimpin' or Girls, 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 or some of those other songs that we grew up to as well was kind of the same thing. R&B has changed a lot, but we grew up to songs like that as well.
4: That's true. That is true. But I think it's a lot like um, the music videos are just a little bit more graphical now. And right. uh, I guess people are able to express themselves a lot more. I, got I
11: agree with that. And I think there was more of a balance back then it was of, a balance. Of, of a little bit of both.
0: Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm.
11: it's it's not so much of that.
0: I agree. Even in R&B. Hello, yeah. who's this? Hi, this is Michelle. Hey, Hi, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle? Where you calling from? Jersey.
16: Okay, talk to us. I definitely believe that marriage in the sense that we have been indoctrinated to believe in might be played out, not necessarily a goal. I think you have to understand what people view marriage as because a lot of people don't think that it takes standing in front of a judge, a preacher, or signing paper that you pay the state for Mm -hmm. to be married. Marriage is largely about commitment. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, if it takes a piece of paper for you to be faithful to me, I
6: don't know if I want you anywhere. You don't need a ring to be my wife. What Memphis? say Just be there for me Man, and I'm going to make sure you Yeah.
16: That, y'all, right. That's y'all. Even for the night. Bible thumpers, if you look at in the Bible in the Old Testament, all it took for marriage was sex and a commitment. Well, that's what the that. commitment was what made the difference between your wife and your concubine.
6: You're right. But you know, the problem with the Bible thumpers is somebody putting there that you can't have sex before marriage. So a lot of people started getting married I don't have think sex.
16: anybody put in there That you can have sex before marriage People really got to read their Bible Because that's not in the Bible oh. That's the thing that man has begun to tout Because oh. sex is the marriage actually So all of this about shacking All of this about fornication If you really understand the transliteration Of the word fornication If you are a real Hebrew, Greek scholar, and you go and look into the meaning of these words, fornication is not about sex. Fornication is idolatry, idolizing other gods.
6: So you're telling me that everybody that we've had sex with, we've been married to? No. Not if you
16: didn't make a commitment to be with that person. Remember, there is a clear delineation. You have to make that commitment. You have to decide, because honestly, marriage is a contract between people. But whether that requires a signature from somebody at the state mm-hmm. and a license where you're literally paying to be committed to someone? Mm-hmm. I think that's
11: really the question. Yeah, I, I see your point on that part. Yeah, okay. I see your Thank point you on
0: that part.
6: That's why in the new, uh, the LeBron James version of the Bible it says, I don't love them hoes. because yeah, you got to be man. very
0: clear about not being committed to people <laughs> up, sleep with them, What's the moral What's of the story? What's the moral of the story, La?
11: The moral of the story to me is that times have definitely changed. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. actually saddens me a little bit that that's not... The goal Mm -hmm. Anymore For a lot of people But we're living In a new day and age A new way of meeting people A new way of socializing A new way of communicating With each other And I do feel like You can have an amazing Commitment with somebody Without necessarily That piece of paper That Binds you to that,
0: person. but you did catch the bouquet at the last wedding you were at. So she catches the bouquet at every wedding. A lot of the best
6: wide receivers well, in the game. It, them the thing is, they throw it right at my face.
11: There's nothing I can do. Well, it's coming
9: just, right towards me.
6: Well, if you decide to do it again, La, just know short men make better husbands. These are statistical facts. Okay, you can Google it. All right, we make up Goodness in wisdom what we lack in stature. Short guys make better partners. Okay, and if you marry one, your relationship is more likely no, to last. Then you can carry right? one on
0: your back if you need to walk around. This, too. This
6: i'm not even making this up do the research what facts yes google sources it seems shorter men make more faithful partners a survey done by ashley madison which is the dating site for married people is that for real yes it says taller (laughs) men are twice more likely to cheat than the ones whose height is less than five feet ten inches your blessing ladies is five foot six all right (laughs) five five how tall are you and you know what else? Think about how when you're tall, when you're tall, you see everything. Correct. When you're short, you <laughs> <I don't even laughs> see 90% of the
0: women. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
6: I can only see my eye level.
11: I can't believe there's a oh, stat that does that. Wow.
6: Oh, Get you a short
0: goodness. man. Wow. That's your right. blessing, ladies. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Well, we got rumors coming up. <laughs> Talking about Kim K. You staying? I'm
11: out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here.
0: It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host in the building, Lala. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kim Kardashian. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty.
7: Uh, I am gossiping. This is the
3: rumor
0: report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This
4: is
7: where the tea spills, right? Yes, right. on
0: the Breakfast Club. Now it looks like uh, Pete Davidson removed all his tattoos that he dedicated to his uh, ex, Kim Kardashian. Now you know Pete Davidson is 29 years old, and he got a bunch of uh, tattoos on his body. Uh, I guess saying that my girl is a lawyer, and uh, a couple of other tattoos. He even he got one that says KNSCP, which people believe it's for uh, Kim's four kids, North Saint Chicago, and Psalm. So he got them all removed. God damn! But what kind of witchcraft do the Kardashians be doing to people? What you mean? Yo,
6: you you know what kind of witchcraft you must have have on people to be having them get tattoos like that and not married god damn but you know pete my little bro i love pete to but death. not only her but the kids names that's not yours whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa. what kind of voodoo is in that <laughs> vagina <laughs> what kind of voodoo is in that i don't know all
0: right now that's why
6: la not in here y'all <laughs> yeah
0: that's the reason why <laughs> she's in a bathroom break now kanye west was spotted dining with his uh new i guess wife because they p- saying that it got married but the thing was, was the daughter North was with them.
6: I don't like that either, man. I think you know that's I mean? too soon. Yeah, I mean the same way we say that about women when we see you know uh, you know men that they just started getting with around the kids. It's the same thing for the guys. And, I agree. You, know, you, you don't. I don't. I don't think you. I don't know, but I would just assume. Just you don't know that young. They lady need some like that.
0: time, like a couple yeah, of months. Man, yeah, make sure man. that that person's gonna stay around. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I think. But let me mind my business. Yeah. Now, lastly, um, this is a story. Uh, people are mad at Aretha Franklin. That's not real, Envy. It's not real? No. That's not a real story?
6: No. That's a parody account. Oh. Trust me. I was already, I was ready <laughs> to go in on A when I saw that story. Okay? But it's not real. It's, it's not a, real. It's a,
0: it's a satire. It's a parody. Well, let me just tell the people what it, what's not a real story that our producers up here gave to me. They said Aretha uh, Franklin's song, A Natural Woman, was offensive uh, by the LGBTQ community. But-
6: yeah, we, we got to be very careful in regards to things like that simply because those are the t- type of stories that people put out there just to cause divisiveness amongst communities. You Correct. know what I mean? Like, yep. you know, Cointel Pro is real, you know, especially in this day and age of the internet. So, you know, you got to be very careful when you see stuff like that. You know, not because anybody's afraid of the lgbtq community in any way because you know folks know they will raise holy hell Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and they will try to get you canceled but the reality is those stories just cause divisiveness you know what i mean so you really gotta like double check and triple check you know before you go out there and see if situations like that is real but i saw mad people from the lgbtq community you know denouncing that story like my man david johns salute to david johns david johns He's one of the people who said the same thing I'm saying. He was like, "Yo, Correct. these stories are made to cause divisiveness, you know, amongst us." We actually should play David. Let's play, let's play what David said about that story.
0: Okay, let's let's play it right here. Now I really want people to put some respect
12: on Queen Aretha's name and to stop using LGBTQIA plus folk as weapons of mass distractions. The activist in question in this story that was sent to me so many times is a parody account that was started in January of this year by an organization in Norway. Uh, For folks that have questions about things impacting the trans community, there are trans-led organizations that do that work. Because what this does play on is some of the worst fears about conversations to ensure that we can all be free and have access to the rights and privileges that so many people take for granted. Let's stop this, good people.
5: Let's spread positive messages and actually learn to look for sources and citations.
6: Yep, he's absolutely right. Oh, and let me put some respect on David's name, man. That's Dr. David J.
0: Go. Johns. Okay, Dr. David J. Johns, man. There you go. Salute to my guy, David Johns. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, we got to send a happy birthday to Alicia Keys. Today is Alicia Keys's birthday. She's 43 years old, so we're going to get on a couple of Alicia Keys joints in the mix. Uh, And don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employees get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest host with us, Lala. She's been guest Good hosting morning. yesterday and today. Hopefully, we can get it for a couple days. But she's looking at like This four o'clock in the morning. MV, ain't it? <laughs> she right in Brooklyn? Maybe. Maybe. You know,
11: maybe. You know what it is. Once you get up and get going, then I have all the energy. It's just the initial like Waiting The, the, the yeah. initial like ugh. Yes. It makes it makes it hard.
0: And Lala has somebody uh very special joining us this morning.
11: Yes. You know, I'm 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 so honored to welcome Commissioner. Louis Molina here to the Breakfast Club and you know Commissioner Molina is a huge part of the reason why I'm able to go to Rikers with my Initiative 360 and do the work that I do and I just want him to come and talk about Rikers and, and some of the incredible changes he's making there and um, just just chop it up a little bit welcome
13: welcome, welcome. No, good well, morning welcome. thank you for having me yes thank you.
11: I'm so happy for you to be here so Commissioner Molina I just wanted to ask you and we've talked about it before mm-hmm. but like you're so you're so passionate about what you do. You're so passionate about changing the narrative of of Rikers Island. And I just wanted to ask you, like, where does that passion and that heart that you have come from because it motivates me it it wakes me up every day and gives me that extra push to do what i do you know i'm learning so much from you like where does that passion and commitment come from
13: well for me it comes from just my lived experience you know i've had very close family members that have been incarcerated on rikers island Mm -hmm. um back when we had adolescence and that impacted um my parents marriage it impacted our family unit and I had opportunities growing up. You know, I grew up with both my mom and dad in my life. A lot of kids don't have that, though we did have struggles. Um, And when I think people that look like us are blessed with opportunities to manage agencies where you're dealing with the majority of individuals are black and brown, that's just the reality of the criminal justice in America, then I have an obligation. People that look like us have an obligation to really make a difference so that our lived experiences are within the policies and operations of how we manage um and really care for that population.
11: Absolutely, and Commissioner, I was going to ask you, like, how do you, how do you keep that passion and stay with that passion when every day it's you getting, you know, criticized about something or everything is just a negative narrative is constantly being put out, and I'm, I'm the one constantly screaming from like the mountaintops, like look what's happening like there's so many amazing things happening at Rikers that you never hear about there's so many lives being changed there's so many incredible programs there's so many things that you are doing like how do you deal with that because you gotta be just have a strong backbone for that kind of thing
13: sure I mean for me um, human beings are worth it right Mm -hmm. I think for the people that are justice involved for the men and women that work there, you know, we are a majority agency, black and brown, 44% women. Um, that is a big, big compared to other law enforcement agencies in our country. Um, so the work is worth it. Um, and the people that we're fighting for, those that are incarcerated and those that are working there, contract providers, volunteers like yourself. We really need a holistic approach to really solving America's criminal justice issue Um, and for too long I think as a country we've done just enough to make people seem like we're doing a lot Mm -hmm. and we just keep individuals just in a state of mediocrity and in a state of poverty right and we really need to make a difference and really disrupt how we manage criminal justice in this country.
0: What's the biggest thing that you face your biggest obstacles I mean I've had family members at Rikers and and everybody that ever gets locked up in New York City, the the, the biggest thing is you got, they want to get bailed out before taking that trip over to Rikers. So mm-hmm. what is the biggest thing that you face and in, in the, in the biggest obstacle?
13: Well, I think there were a number of big obstacles when we came in in January 1st. I mean, we had a staffing crisis where a significant number of staff weren't coming to work, right? we stopped programming and i think when you're dealing with a, a vulnerable population when you say
0: staff you mean correction officers I mean correction
13: officers okay. um were a lot were out at the beginning of the year and that was an ongoing thing in the latter part of 2021 so we needed to get staff back to work but we needed to also recognize that we didn't have an organizational health strategy to support the staff that's dealing with a very challenging population while at the same time during a pandemic. They also shut down programming and I think when you're dealing with people that are in custody, whether it's patients in a hospital, you need all of the ecosystem to still continue to work in order for that to happen. So our biggest challenge really has been the, the mismanagement and really the dismantling of really of a core part of the criminal justice system in the city. When you think about corrections, the corrections department spends the most time with those that are just involved. If you get When you get arrested by the police, you may not see that police officer unless you go to trial. And then in many cases, defendants are not really engaging consistently either with the prosecutor Or even with their own defense attorneys right they go to court every time there may be a new defense attorney that's managing their case so we have a a time to try to engage with the individual to deal with the root drivers of why there are justice involved and i think that's very very important work that has to be done so I think there's a number of complex challenges. We've come a long way over the last year, but we have a long way to go.
6: You know, you're the commissioner of the Department of Corrections, and they call these institutions correctional facilities, right? But what is actually being done to correct you know these prisoners like a lot of times they get thrown in jail they don't get any resources you know they don't learn any trades that when they get out they can actually you know be productive in society they're not getting great education the food is terrible so their health isn't you know uh being
13: benefited so what is actually being done to correct prisoners sure that's a great question and i think um the mayor talks about this all the time about solving these upstream problems so we have to understand that a lot of people that are in justice involved are there because of a lack of a nationwide public health strategy to deal with issues like mental illness, substance abuse addiction, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's co-occurring and you have both. I think when you look at corrections, you have to understand that there's two parts of it. New York City Department of Corrections is a jail, so it's a temporary detention place, and that's what it's meant for. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have a responsibility and try to improve people's outcomes. So we do not determine who comes to us but we have an obligation as an organization to try to improve their outcomes now in many cases um, we're dealing with individuals that we're offering educational opportunities access to health care and treatment that they didn't have in their own communities for whatever reason um, trying to deal with vocational training but because their time with us is so temporary, the level of engagement that you have it at jail while important is not the same time of of long-term engagement that you may have in a state prison. Okay, you know, last question, you know, I think about jail,
6: right? Jail should be humane but not necessarily nice because it's jail, right? So I want to ask you on a scale of like one to four seasons. Mm-hmm. What do you think the conditions of like a
13: jail should be? So I think um, jail at its core has to be on a foundation of humanity mm-hmm. and and managing individuals. Right, you're still dealing you're dealing with human beings, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially for those that are young adults, their brain is still going through brain development, yeah. and you want to take all of the drivers into consideration of why somebody's justice involved. So yeah, you want to be a humane, but understand that. Again, we don't have a role in punishment, right? We have a role in making sure that we're providing a safe and secure environment so for programs can be successful for mm-hmm. those that want to engage in programming to deal with their issue. We remind ourselves at the jail level that those have, they have not been convicted, so they're still presumed innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that adds a certain layer of making sure that we're, we're empathetic to that. But remind ourselves, our job is not to punish people. Mm-hmm. Our job is to provide mm-hmm. a custodial service of those that the court has deemed need to be within the care and control of this the government versus being out in public all
0: right got well, it. thank you for joining us
11: thank you so much commissioner thank I you was for so happy happy to have you here today and thank you for opening up the doors and allowing me to come in and, and do my work and fulfill my passion. Uh, it's it's incredible what you do and you're such an amazing leader for all of us. So thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Tell
6: them the name of the program. Live for
11: people. So my program is 360. Hey, my 360 crew, your shout out is coming soon. So get ready. Get <laughs> ready. Right. Get around the radio. It's coming soon. The 360 initiative. I'll talk a little bit about it when I shout out the whole crew. All
0: right. All right. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club Positive Notes up next. Thank you, Commissioner. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV mean the guy we are the Breakfast Club we got our guest host for today Lala now you got Here. some shout outs Lala
11: yeah so my initiative at Rikers Island is called the 360 initiative and it's made up of some incredible young men who are really really committed to doing a 360 in their life and changing their lives around and just being incredible you know members of the, of the community upon release and those that have to continue on to their journey and, and, and serve some time just changing how they're thinking to just be productive while incarcerated as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. I got some shout outs. I got a shout out my family, double S, Day G's, Noe, Yachty, Mo Diggs, Benny, Les, Rondo, JR, Dre. What's up to the whole crew? And all of this can't be possible without Big White, DC, Pastor T Brittany Podcast B. Definitely for holding us down and the staff there. Who have just been so incredible in helping us every step of the way. I just want to show them so some love. You always just hear mm-hmm. so many negative things, and there's so many people that work in Rikers that are just so passionate about what they do, and just have such amazing hearts, and really do want to make a change. And I think some of those people that I know should be acknowledged. So shout out to obviously Commissioner Molina, who we're going to talk to, Miss Torres, Tavares, Khan, Curry, Madard holds us down, Miss King, Cadero, Emily. T and Cove, I couldn't do the work I'm doing without this amazing group of people and if I missed anyone, I'm sorry but this crew right here really helps me do what I do, but shout out to the young men in my initiative I love them so much and when you see the changes that are taking place in in, in this group, it gives you chills people just need an opportunity, people just need resources and some people just need somebody to lean on, somebody to tell them I got you, I love you, you'll be surprised like how many people Mm -hmm. just don't have things that some of us take for granted every day and I'm just proud of my crew they're leaders in in their housing units they're le- they're going to be leaders in the community and I'm really proud of the work that they're doing
0: now do you say I love you to them or just love you
11: I say I love you
0: I love you yes. Yes. I say, yeah yes. it means a lot yes. yeah right well thank you and uh you got a positive note charlemagne I do, man. I really been thinking about that. Oh, before we do the positive note, okay, you got to schedule us to come to Rikers one time. Absolutely. I don't know if Charlemagne's with. I'm sure he will, but I'm it'd be dope with if, we bro- with I, it. if we could. we it. No, I'm saying we could broadcast out of there one time.
11: Wow. Yeah. Can wow. We?
0: I don't know. I'm asking. Well, the
11: commi- the commissioner is coming. Hey, no, you right? You right?
0: You
6: right? You are right, right? I'm there. Lot. No. Lot telling me to pull up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling nah. up. That'd be dope.
11: Yeah. Be awesome.
6: All right. I'm positive there. note. Yeah, the positive note, man. I've been thinking about that tall sister who called in who wants to be married. Um, but doesn't want to date short men. And I'm, oh and I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm this. telling her her blessing is 5-5. Five, five. And with that said, the positive note is simple. Don't miss out on blessings just because they aren't packaged the way you are expecting.
2: Breakfast club, bitches. You all finished or you all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears.